from the Alan Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Driving left hand left. Sarah Andrews, that hasn't always been her shot, but she had a couple against Iowa State, now a couple tonight against Texas Tech, and it's a four-point Baylor lead. I mean, you know, it means a lot. You know, it's always hard to win on the road because they have the home crowd advantage. So, you know, to get a win on the road means a lot because at any given night, anybody can be beat in the Big 12. It's just a special year this year. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor. By Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. By the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Under a minute to go now, 48-35. Baylor having one of their better first halves in Big 12. Play Jordan Lewis driving in. Count it. And put her on the line. Strong drive down the left-hand side. Hit the runner and drew the foul. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. I mean, this team, you know, as much as the fact that they have two Big 12 wins, they've beaten Kansas State. Um, They've won at Texas. So, um... You know, we we knew um, they were going to compete. We absolutely um, knew they were going to compete. And, um, you know, they had players make shots. I mean, the 15-0 run between the end of the second and into the third, um, you know, we got to regroup better. We got to take better care of the ball in those early possessions. Um, that 9-0 run start the third changed the complexion of the game. You know, I mean, it just gave them, gave them legs and life. Now, from Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome. John Morris Show on this Thursday afternoon. We are live at Diamore Fine Jewelers this afternoon. You know they're at 4541 West Waco Drive. We appreciate you being with us. We invite you to come by, visit with us while we're here, or just come by uh, at your convenience. And as a reminder, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. No better place to shop for uh, that special someone, male or female, than Diamore Fine Jewelers. We'll visit with uh, Monali coming up in just a few minutes, get some of the specials they have going on here. Appreciate Jay and the hospitality always here at uh, Diamore Fine Jewelers. Thank you, sir. And, uh, again, easy to find, 4541 West Waco Drive is the location. Highlights in the open, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. The Baylor women win last night in Lubbock over Texas Tech. They were up big early, in fact, led by 13 at halftime. Biggest lead of the night was uh, 16 uh, in the second quarter. Then things got a little tighter. Uh, It was a 9-0 run by Tech to start the third quarter. Got them to within one. Uh, I don't think Tech ever led the game. No, they didn't. Uh, it was tied once, and Tech never led. But it got really tight, and then Baylor pulled away and won it by 888-80, the final score from that game last night. We'll hear from uh, Coach Nikki Collin coming up later in the hour. Look at the box score from that game last night. Really interesting. Baylor only played seven players in the game, and that that might be uh, more the norm than uh, outside the norm uh, over the uh, stretch of this season. Not a real deep bench, and and you get that seven-person rotation, and 
kind of get used to that, and uh, that's exactly what they did last night. Four players in double-figure scoring, really a high-scoring game, 88-80. to 80. Uh, Baylor had, what they have, 50 at halftime or 51 at halftime, uh, too short of a program record for scoring in the first half, which is 53. So a real high-scoring first half in which Baylor shot uh, 73.3% in the first quarter and 60% in the second quarter. They shot 56.1% for the game last night in the win over the Lady Raiders last night. Baylor wins it 88-80. to They're now 14-4 and on the year. They're 4-2 and in Big 12 conference play, and they have won four straight Big 12 conference games. Big win, any win on the road is big in this league. Uh, one of four games on the schedule last night. Thank you, sir. Uh, the other games last night, uh, Baylor was the only road team to win. There were three home teams that won last night. Uh, in Norman, 18th-ranked Oklahoma won Bedlam over Oklahoma State. 84-58 to 58 was the final score. Uh, in Ames, 13th-ranked Iowa State won over Kansas, 77 62 the final score, so not real close in either one of those. And then the third one in Austin, ninth-ranked Texas, beat 25th-ranked Kansas State, 66-48. to Not real close in that one either. Uh, so the road, home team won all of those. Baylor, the lone road team, to win on the women's side in the Big 12 last night. And as we said, we'll hear from uh, Nikki Collin, head coach Nikki Collin, coming up later in the hour. Two games, uh, Big 12 men's basketball last night. Now everybody settles in and gets ready for the Big 12 SEC Challenge this Saturday. Ten games in ten different locations matching the Big 12 and the SEC all on one of the ESPN uh, family of network stations. Of course, we'll be in Tuscaloosa, Baylor, and Alabama Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock. Um, there were two games last night, as I said. How about Oklahoma winning in Morgantown over West Virginia? 72-62 was the final. That was a game we said yesterday was kind of a swing game. Going in, uh, Oklahoma was 2-5 and five and West Virginia was 2-4. and four. And sure enough, it swung the way of the Sooners. So they're now 3-5 and five on the season. West Virginia goes half game back of that at 2-5. and five. That's a really good win for Oklahoma to go into WVU Coliseum and win over the Mountaineers. They did it by 10, 72-62. Then Iowa State at home had to go overtime to beat Oklahoma State last night, but they did get the win by two. 23rd-ranked Iowa State beats Oklahoma State 84-81 in overtime in uh, in Stillwater last night. Uh, so the Cyclones with the win. They're now 3-5 and five in the league. Oklahoma State drops to 3-5 and five in the league. So starting to get uh, some separation, if you will, in the league standings, which is sort of what you'd expect as we near the midpoint of the conference round robin. Uh, it looks like, is it everybody... Everybody except uh, Kansas and TCU uh, have played eight games. Uh, No, West Virginia has played seven also. So those three have played seven games. Everybody else has played eight. When you get to nine, that's the midpoint of the conference round, Robin. And you you really are starting to see kind of a separation, a top and bottom of the league. Now, that could change overnight. Uh, It's not going to change this weekend because there's no conference games. But come Monday, Baylor plays West Virginia in the Farrell Center, and then here you go again, and that could change overnight. But right now, uh, top half of the league is Kansas at 6-1, and one, Baylor at 6-2, and two, 
Texas and Texas Tech are five and three. And then TCU is uh, two games less uh, that they'll have to make up. They'll have a couple of tough weeks coming up. They're three and three. So those are the teams that have three or less uh, losses. Then come Oklahoma State and Iowa State and Oklahoma State at three and five. West Virginia is two and five. And K-State is at two and six. So, like I said, just little um, uh, separation uh, between the top half of the league and the bottom right now. But, man, a long way to go. <laughs> a long way, and things could change in a hurry. Uh, we saw, uh, we know how good Kansas State is, and they're sitting at the bottom of the league by themselves right now at 2-6. and six. So those are the games in the Big 12 Conference from last night. A uh, couple of other notes to mention to you right off the top as we come to you live from DMRA Fine Jewelers at 4541 West Waco Drive. Uh, meant to mention this yesterday, and my fault, I neglected to do that. Aaron Baylor had the uh, track and field athletes of the week, both of them. Um, Johnny Brackens is the male athlete of the week. And Akira Nugent, the female co-athlete of the week. Brackens uh, came after a great weekend in the long jump and the triple jump. This was at a meet in Iowa City, Iowa for Baylor Track and Field, head coach Michael Ford. Brackens won the long jump, 25 feet, 6 and a quarter inches, the number one mark in the country for the week. And this is a, am I right, is, is Brackens a freshman? I think he is. I think he is. Bracken's uh, new to the Baylor program, and he has the number one mark in the country for the week, 25, 6 and a quarter in the long jump. He moved up to number two on Baylor's all-time performers list with that jump, 25, 6 and a quarter, behind only the legendary Lee Miles. So a uh, great jump there by Bracken, Bracken's. And then uh, his first ever indoor triple jump, he won another gold medal. He was 51, 5 and 3 quarters in the triple jump. And uh, by winning both of those at the meet in Iowa, he is the Big 12 Male Athlete of the Week. Akira Nugent, uh, uh, her honor comes after breaking the meet, the facility, and the program record in the 60-meter hurdles. She ran the 60 meters in 7.9 seconds, a time that ranks number two nationally. That is impressive. 7.9 seconds indoors this early in the year is uh, just unbelievable for anybody. And Akira Nugent did that on Saturday. Uh, she is the defending NCAA indoor national champion in the event. And she shared Women's Athlete of the Week honors with Julian Alfred of Texas and Monet Nichols of Texas Tech. They are the Big 12 female co-athletes of the week. But Akira Nugent, remember that name. She is uh, off to a great start indoors for Baylor track and field. And then just out today, uh, Big 12 announced their preseason poll for baseball. The start of baseball season is uh, right around three weeks away. Baylor fifth in the preseason poll. Uh, Texas number one, near unanimous. They got eight of the nine votes. Uh, votes a coach can't vote for himself. Uh, the other first place vote to Oklahoma State, and they finish in, uh, or they are predicted to finish second. Texas Tech third, TCU four, Baylor five, Oklahoma six, Kansas State seven, West Virginia eight, and Kansas nine. That's the preseason Big Twelve baseball poll just out today. All right, uh, that gets us going here on this Thursday afternoon. We are pleased to be at Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll give you some of the uh, inside scoop on what's available here at Diamore. Monali will join us when we come back. 
We appreciate you being with us today. Come by and visit during our time here or anytime at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Aaron, we are proud to be brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Cloudy skies for a while this evening, then clearing skies later on tonight. We'll drop to 35 degrees. Looking good tomorrow, mostly sunny skies, a little breezy. Highs top out at 56 degrees. And then on Saturday, mostly sunny skies. It's going to be much warmer and a high of 67. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor Big 12 Women's Basketball all season long with Sophia Young-Malcolm and Derek Smith. The 11th ranked Baylor women, winners of four straight in Big 12 conference play on the road at West Virginia this Saturday. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off Saturday on 104.9 FM. Baylor Women's Basketball, Saturday on 104.9 FM. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. When you fill your prescriptions at Walgreens, you can track the progress of your order in real time. Know the price of your prescriptions before you go to pick them up. And anytime you have questions, use Pharmacy Chat to ask an expert 24 hours a day. Help with your meds from Walgreens. Side effects may include breathing a little easier because your prescription stress melted away. (sighs) Learn more on the Walgreens app. This price isn't final. This is an estimated price based on your insurance coverage. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. After 18 seasons as the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger officially announced his retirement this morning in a video posted on his Twitter account. Denver Broncos are hiring Green Bay Packers offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett to be their next head coach. Take Dan Quinn off the coaching carousel. The Cowboys defensive coordinator says he's staying in Dallas. Troy Aitman could be calling his last game on Fox and Sunday's NFC Championship with the 49ers and the Rams. Amazon Prime looks to be wanting Aitman for its Thursday night package, which includes 15 games exclusively on their service. Number 11, Baylor women win their fourth in a row, beating Tech 88-80. Their Bears will be at West Virginia on Saturday with a 1 o'clock tip. UMHB has packed the gym tonight. Harden Simmons comes to town. A 5.30 tip for the women, and the men follow at 7.30. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, 
Back with us, John Morris Show. We are live from DMRA Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. We appreciate you being with us this afternoon. Come by and browse around and shop with Valentine's Day right around the corner. So I'm going to get you thinking about it. Uh, what's today? The 27th of January. So plenty of time. I say that plenty of time between now and Valentine's, but don't put it off. And uh, we want you to get thinking, oh, yeah, Valentine's. Let me take care of that now. And no better place than DMRA Fine Jewelers. And we're joined by Monali. And good to see you. And uh, thanks for the hospitality. Of course. Anytime. Appreciate it. Valentine's. Oh, big time of year for you, isn't it? Oh, yes. I mean, <laughs> when we say love is in the air, it means diamonds are too. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That is good. And I, I kind of misspoke there. I mean, I, I said there's still time to go before Valentine's Day, but that to some people says, oh, I got plenty of time. And you don't want people to do that. I mean, you'd rather they shop early and have it done. No, exactly. Um, I guess most, you know, spouses and significant others think, oh, January, I have plenty of time. Yeah. Well, guys, it's actually only a few days until February. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget you need to come in and get that taken care of so that you don't end up in the doghouse. And you say guys, but uh, I I think you would have things here for men or women to come in to give to to their significant other. I actually just looked up. um, We have about five cases of just watches for men. Nice. Yes. So women can definitely come in and pick out that timepiece for you guys and, uh, and for themselves, too. Right. We have that his and hers options. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I, I'm, I wouldn't say a watch snob, but I like watches. Yeah. You know, I really do. So I'm gonna look, and I saw Corey's the last time I was here. Oh. You know that one? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. That's a nice watch. Yes. From Diamore. So you've got all that here, and uh, and not just diamonds for the women. You've got plenty of options for the men also. What are some other options that you have to get people thinking about? Well, we have a lot of different options. I mean, the sky's the limit here, but for Valentine's, what happens a lot is we sell a lot of diamond hoops and they start at only $299. And as well as uh, the Takori diamond studs are really popular. They're only $250. They've got that Takori crescent on them and they're easy to wear low budget pro, uh, price for you so it doesn't hit the pocket too much and we do have necklaces that start at 199 with mm. diamond necklaces you can't really go wrong right. in any of those areas oh that's great well there's some good options right there and aren't you doing this year the uh, you kind of make it all inclusive <laughs> yes. get a gift <laughs> Get some flowers, get some chocolates to go with it. How's yes, that work? Yes, we do. So any uh, purchase that's $149 or more gets qualified for chocolates and roses. Uh. So we are trying to make it as easy for everyone. <laughs> yes, <you are. laughs> for everyone, please. You know, you just have to make one stop. You get your shiny goodies, you get your chocolate goodies, mm. and you get the beautiful roses to go along with it. Wow. So. We're kind of saving you time, and we're also saving you money right. because it just comes with the purchase. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, factor that in. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Hey, that's great. That's a great option. What are your uh, are your hours the, the same, normal? Has anything changed leading they up to Valentine's? They are the same. Um, we are still 10 to 6 Monday through Friday and then 10 to 4 on Saturday, okay. closed on Sunday. Okay. We Good all like you. to nap, right? Right. <laughs> that's and great. we want you to get into that chocolate coma anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but 10 to 4 on Saturdays, that, that might be a really good option. Option for some folks. Oh, of course. Uh, but do not wait till the last minute. No, <laughs> no. What day, I'd have to look at the calendar, what day of the week is Valentine's this so, year? So um, this year, I believe it's going to be more on the weekend. Okay. Um, I think it's right My day? At, 
I think it's, it's Monday. Monday. It's yeah. right after the weekend. So, so it'll be two weeks from this Monday, right? So this Monday's January 31st. It'll be two weeks from there. It sure is. And that is not that long. So, I I, again, I misspoke. Don't delay. <laughs> Don't put it off. It's not really early. It's uh, kind of prime time for yeah. getting the Valentine's shopping done. And the great thing about Valentine's, it's not just for spouses and girlfriends and boyfriends. You know, my father introduced me to Valentine's when huh. I was a little girl. Nice. He came with a cookie cake and a little diamond necklace. Oh. <laughs> and it taught me how Valentine's traditions yeah. begin, yeah. you know. Daddy's first diamond should come, you know, to the daughter, right? Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did he hear us? <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say it a little louder later because that's there right. is a diamond bracelet I'm looking at. <laughs> nice, very good. Well, that's that is a great uh, a great thought that it doesn't necessarily have to be a husband or a wife or a significant other. Could be somebody else in it your could, family. Yeah, anyone you love. Yeah, anyone you want to shower with. With chocolate, roses, and diamonds. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All three. All right, 10 to 6, Monday through Friday. Yes. 10 to 4 on Saturdays. Closed on Sundays. That's plenty of options, plenty of time for uh, people to shop over the next couple of weeks, two weeks plus. Um, anything else uh, that you want to highlight or, or let people know that might be available? What is another piece that actually sells a lot during uh, Valentine's that people don't realize we have is we actually have a collection where we have white gemstones. Mm with silver and platinum bonds. So you can get stud earrings for only $65. Oh, wow. And so that whole collection gets wiped out during yeah. Valentine's. There's necklaces, rings, and pendants, and women love it. Yeah. It all shines. It's beautiful. It's gemstone jewelry, uh, but it gives you the effect of, you know, diamonds right. as well. right. So what you're saying is you have something for everyone and something for every price range also. Yes. Yes, That's we cool. definitely do. I mean, if you're looking for the $20,000 necklace, I have that, You've too. you got that, too? <laughs> Somebody listening to us is saying, all right, now you're talking my language. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to call any names. $20,000, that's great. And uh, and y'all are always so warm and welcoming here. I mean, it's it's uh, great just to come in and browse oh, around. Yeah. People are free to do that. No, of course. I mean, it's really hard to be down when you're surrounded by all the sparkle, <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. Not only that, if you ever get cold, we have a full bar right there. Oh, I can get you there you go. Got your whiskey on the road. <laughs> Warm you right up. <laughs> yeah, you're talking some people's language right there also. All right, very good. Well, thanks for that. Thanks for sharing. Uh, and some of these specials, again, uh, leading into Valentine's. And remind folks, uh, free chocolate, free roses mm-hmm. for any purchase over $149. Yes, yes. My nice deal. Manali, thanks very much. Of course, thank you. Happy Valentine's early to you. (laughs) Yes, thank you. (laughs) Thanks very much. We are live at D'Amore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Come in, browse around, shop around. Uh, Again, you'll find the uh, staff here very welcoming, and you'll enjoy just uh, walking around the store and taking it all in. And you got plenty of help here also if you have any questions during your time here. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just – hang on. Aaron is in the studio. Uh, Monali, uh, hang on. See if Aaron has any questions for you. Aaron, uh, any any questions jewelry-wise as we head toward uh, Valentine's Day? No, I'm good. <laughs> but now, if Aaron, I did, that would listen. be definitely be who I would yeah. ask. She is the one to ask. We, Very good. we will get your back. Don't worry. There you go. There you go, Aaron. You know who to talk to if you need anything there. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show live from DMRA Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. And we'll be right back here on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Big 12 SEC Challenge this Saturday. 
as the Bears travel to Tuscaloosa to take on Alabama. 2.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 3 p.m. tip with Pat and John from SEC Country. Bears, Crimson Tide in the Big 12 SEC Challenge this Saturday. Here on the flagship station for Baylor basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry has been practicing dentistry in Waco for 23 years. Her caring staff prides itself on having over 135 combined years of dedication to creating healthy, beautiful smiles. Jennifer Grant DDS offers all aspects of dentistry, general cosmetic, preventative and whitening, and there's no need to be afraid of the dentist. Jennifer Grant DDS offers non-IV sedation. New patients are welcome, and most insurance plans are accepted. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry, where you'll be treated like family. JenniferGrantDDS.com. Call today. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. After 18 seasons as the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger officially announced his retirement this morning in a video posted on his Twitter account. Denver Broncos are hiring Green Bay Packers offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett to be their next head coach. Take Dan Quinn off the coaching carousel. The Cowboys defensive coordinator says he's staying in Dallas. Troy Aitman could be calling his last game on Fox and Sunday's NFC Championship with the 49ers and the Rams. Amazon Prime looks to be wanting Aitman for its Thursday night package, which includes 15 games exclusively on their service. Number 11, Baylor women win their fourth in a row, beating Tech 88-80. Their Bears will be at West Virginia on Saturday with a 1 o'clock tip. UMHB has packed the gym tonight. Harden Simmons comes to town. A 5.30 tip for the women, and the men follow at 7.30. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us live from DMRA Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. I'm not bluffing. I love it when we come to DMRA. It is just so fun to be uh, to be here and to look around, to browse around, to shop around. Very uh, friendly folks here at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Come on by. You'll see what I'm talking about, 4541 
West Waco Drive. We're also brought to you in part by the Pioneer Boys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, locations in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane, and a location in Bryan. They're open Monday through Friday, 730 to 5, Saturday 8 to noon, 24-7 on the web at pioneerboys.com. Basically your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe on the web at pioneerboys.com. Just uh, noticed this note, uh, Larry Fedora, twice uh, a Baylor coach, two different stints at Baylor, uh, very successful head coach, couple of stops as well at uh, Southern Miss, then North Carolina. Larry has been out of coaching for the past year, but out of coaching no longer. Larry Fedora will be the new head football coach for the USFL team in where in uh, Florida, I think it is. I got to find this, uh, find this again. But uh, Larry Fedora back in coaching, and he'll be the head coach in the uh, USFL beginning next season. How about that? <laughs> Isn't that great? Uh, good luck to Larry Fedora. Let me find that school. Or not a school. Uh, pro team, uh, New Orleans. It is the New Orleans Breakers. Larry Fedora will be the head coach in the USFLs. Uh, New Orleans Breakers. All right, uh, mentioned uh, talking Baylor women's basketball off the top. 88-80 winners last night in in Lubbock over Texas Tech. They'll play at West Virginia on Saturday. And uh, remind you this a couple of times, if you look for the game on the radio, it overlaps with the men's game. So the women's game will be on 104.9 FM, 104.9 FM on Saturday. Television on Big 12 Now on ESPN Plus for the Baylor women at West Virginia Saturday. And here is uh, head coach Nikki Collin meeting with the media via Zoom after the win in Lubbock last night. Nikki, uh, you alluded to yesterday that Texas Tech hasn't made a lot of threes, but you knew that they could start making threes, and that seems like that's what happened. What what allowed you to guys to kind of weather the storm and, and make this an eight-point game instead of an overtime game? The kid you just asked the question to, I mean, I think she she pretty much carried us in the big moments, um, to be honest. I just, um, you know, the, the types of finishes she had at the rim um, were really impressive. It, they, they just weren't clean layups, um, you know. So, I mean, that, that was a big part of it. I mean – in all honesty, like I, I've said it before, like we get everybody's best shot, you know, and, and, and teams always like, you know, when you, when you look at statistically at Embry and Gray and um, Thomas from the three-point line, they don't make them. They do not make them. And Gray made two and, and Thomas and, and Embry each made one. So four of their threes were from kids that like have not made threes um, this season. And so, you know, kudos to them. Like they stepped up game plan wise. You know, we, we wanted to take the mid range more away from um, Vivian. Um, and, you know, she, she knocked them down one of them late in a shot clock where you kind of have to take it. Um, but, you know, we, we got to be better. I mean, some of them were offensive rebound kickouts. Some of them are missed assignments, um, you know, where we doubled when we shouldn't have and gave up a three. So, uh, we just, as dialed in as we were against Iowa State on Sunday, we weren't the slightest bit dialed in defensively tonight, and that's on me. I got to have them, you know, really better prepared and understanding that, that uh, you know, it wasn't Ashley Johns driving or posting up, you know, and and we, we doubled when we shouldn't have, and we got burned multiple times, multiple times. So um, just disappointed with our defensive effort. We did a lot of good things offensively. Yes. Coach, I also ask Sarah, you know, how important is getting the eight big 12 win on the road? 
really important. I mean, this team, you know, as much as the fact that they have two Big 12 wins, they, they've beaten Kansas State, um, they've won at Texas. So, um, you know, we, we knew um, they were going to compete. We absolutely um, knew they were going to compete. And, um, you know, they had players make shots. I mean, the 15-0 run between the end of the second and into the third, um, you know, we got to regroup better. We got to take better care of the ball in those early possessions. Um, that 9-0 run start the third changed the complexion of the game. You know, I mean, it just gave them, gave them legs in life. Um, and so, you know, I mean, you know, we had talked about, hey, we're up 15 now at the end of the first quarter. We need to be up 25 at the half and we were up 13. And so, you know, we, we just, we have to be better executing, um, especially at the defensive end. We can live with kids making threes that, um, you know, don't normally make threes because maybe we're taking something else away because we don't have the size to guard gray at the three. Um, but but we shouldn't be given Hightower and Gerlich. And, you know, she got left to her pull-up, you know, and it was all over the scouting report. So we got to do a better job understanding our scouts. Yeah, Nikki, uh, you guys, uh, you mentioned Sarah, but I mean, particularly with J. Lou in foul trouble and stuff, how important was that for her to, I mean, I'm not saying she took over the game, but she hit some big buckets. Huge buckets, huge, huge, huge. Um, obviously, Liz was struggling. Um, they were kind of giving her that 15-footer. Um, and, and and she struggled. She missed a couple around the rim. She got to a couple offensive rebounds uh, at key moments that were really important for us. Um, but, you know, I mean, Sarah made the big shot, the step back, the three. You know, she she hadn't done a lot offensively in the first half. So, um, you know, Jamie had made threes in the first half and Jordan had been aggressive. So um, we needed it, you know, because we had gone and matched them. Um, you know, we've certainly played Caitlin at the three some this season, but we've always done it um, against zone or with a decided size advantage to kind of play with it and, and have some fun with that lineup. We did it out of necessity. We needed the length. We needed the length because they were playing a big lineup. Um, and so because of that, you know, we, we were, we were a little more limited in our offensive package um, that way. So, you know, we've got to understand we're capable of using that package, but um, you know, I, I've got to do a better job of getting them, um, in simple actions that they're super comfortable with when we play that big lineup at the offensive end. And that's why Sarah had to do a lot. She had to do a lot with the ball screens. Um, their icing bothered us a little bit, but I mean, my gosh, we scored 88 points. We didn't have an offensive problem. We had a defensive problem. So, um, so yeah. Nikki, y'all been in these games and a lot of them actually now. The fact that you won at Kansas, did that maybe help you in this situation that, you know, you've been in a close game and were able to pull it out? Um, I mean, I'm confident in close games. I mean, I, I, this team should be confident in close games. We have, we have playmakers, you know, I mean, I, I think that helps. Um, we have, we have players who can go make plays. Um, and, um, we, we did that tonight. Um, so do I think we have confidence because we've now won multiple close games? Sure. Um, I'm personally just disappointed. It got so close. You know, I just, I think the fact that they never um, took the lead that probably mattered. Um, cause sometimes that's all a team needs to just, kind of have the have the confidence to finish. I mean, don't get me wrong. I thought they were pretty confident down the stretch, um, you know, but I thought our length bothered them. They started missing the pull-ups because we had length on them. We did a better job of making them score over us, you know. I mean, they have, they have more size than our starting guard, so they were consistently getting to their pull-ups over the top. I mean, Gerlich had a huge night. Yes, hey, Coach, came off the bench for you guys. We did provide some really crucial minutes for you. Come on, her performance today. She's a warrior. Um, she does all the little things. She's a good screener. She's such a team player. 
four offensive rebounds. You know, she's a kid that'll take a charge. Um, she's a kid that'll dive on the floor. Um, you know, she's a little more offensive minded in that first half, especially. Um, but her offensive rebound led to the three might have been one of the biggest plays of the game, grabbing a defensive rebound at the end. Um, you know, she's about winning. Um, she is truly about winning. I don't she doesn't care if she doesn't score. She doesn't care if she scores 20. Um, you know, she's just going to do all the little things. And, you know, so I think I think that's the key with her. She's just a winner. Yeah, Coach, I was just wondering what was the key to coming out so hot offensively and how nice was it to see Melissa play as well as she did in that first quarter? You know, our pace was really good. Our pace was really good early. Um, you know, it, it, it um, our step-ups um, bothered them a little bit um, because, you know, they wanted to ice, so you can't really ice a step-up. Um, so that was good. I mean, we played downhill. I thought J. Lou had great pace. Uh, we got the ball inside, you know, and then Liz was making her jump shots early. So um, between that, I thought um, I thought it was a bad call on Queen when they called the charge when I thought it was a three-point play. Um, I thought that was, you know, one of those things in the second quarter that uh, was a little frustrating um, because I thought she attacked right. And I, I just, I think it was, you know, uh, but, you know, I like her in attack mode. I just thought we were aggressive. You know, we were playing downhill. Um, we were attacking the basket. We were finishing at the rim. And, you know, we got a few offensive rebounds. So, you know, we, we were balanced. We were really balanced. Jamie was making threes. J. Lou was playing downhill. Um, and we were getting scoring on drives. We got scoring from anywhere and everywhere in the first half, you know. So we just, we just forgot to keep playing defense in the second quarter. That is Nikki Collin, Baylor women's basketball first-year head coach, following the win last night, 88-80 to over Texas Tech in Lubbock. Baylor women are now 14-4 and on the year. They're 4-2 and in Big 12 conference play, winners of four straight in the league, ranked number 11 in the nation, and really starting to uh, really starting to hit their stride. Obviously, the win over Iowa State was huge for them, but even before that, the win over Kansas, the way they won it that started this win streak, was uh, maybe equally. Uh, as big for the Baylor women. They'll play at West Virginia on Saturday, 1 p.m. tip-off Central Time. That'll be 2 p.m. in the East. And the broadcast on 104.9 FM Saturday, beginning at 12.30 with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm. And uh, again, on 104.9 FM and TV on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And we'll uh, dig... uh, dive deeper into the Big 12 SEC challenge for the men coming up uh, tomorrow uh, with those games on Saturday, 10 of them, but some really good matchups, really intriguing matchups. 11 a.m. on ESPN2, 19th ranked LSU at TCU, 1 o'clock on ESPNU, Missouri at number 23, Iowa State, 1 o'clock on ESPN, Oklahoma at uh, top ranked Auburn. 1 o'clock Central Time on ESPN2, West Virginia at Arkansas. Our game, 3 o'clock Saturday on ESPN Television here on ESPN Central Texas. Fourth-ranked Baylor at Alabama. The Tide, uh, as I'm starting to look at them and study uh, up for this game, they are 13-7. and They are 4-4 and in the league. They started out the season like a house of fire. They beat Gonzaga. They've got... 
I guess Gonzaga has two losses. They've got one of the two wins over Gonzaga this year. They beat Houston when they were number seven in the nation. But then recently they have uh, they've lost to um, uh, Georgia. They lost to Georgia earlier this week, and it was Georgia's first SEC win of the year. And uh, and Aaron, it was at Georgia. It was in Athens. And the uh, Georgia students near the end of the game started. So it's a big upset win for them, you know, Georgia basketball to beat Alabama. And the Georgia students start chanting, just like football. <laughs> just letting them have it. So there's some there's some SEC love for you right there. Well, you know, they finally beat them after some heartbreaking losses. Yeah. So they're going to they're gonna enjoy it. Oh, man. You know they are every chance they get. So we'll be there in Coleman Coliseum on Saturday, Baylor at Alabama. Also at 3 on ESPNU, Kansas State plays at Ole Miss. 3 o'clock on ESPN2, Oklahoma State at Florida. 5 o'clock on ESPN. Uh, in most people's minds, this is the headliner on Saturday, 12th ranked Kentucky at number 5, Kansas. Uh, that'll be a great matchup. That'll be fun to watch. Uh, good that KU has the Wildcats inside Allen Fieldhouse on Saturday. Also 5 o'clock on ESPN2, Mississippi State at 13th-ranked Texas Tech. That's a sneaky good matchup right there. And then the nightcap, 7 o'clock on ESPN, 18th-ranked Tennessee, coached by Rick Barnes at Texas in Austin. So, uh, man, that is a full day uh, of games. Aaron, some really good matchups, don't you think, in this Big 12 SEC Challenge? Absolutely. Um, and I, kinda, I agree with Matt, with, uh, Matt Mosley. He had a tweet about it, about, you know, at first he was like in the middle of the conference season, but now you look forward to it. You know, at yeah, first you were yeah. like, it's kind, of, it's kind of odd to do it, but it's it's great matchups, and uh, I'm looking forward to this weekend. Yeah. It's almost like a a it is a break from conference play. It's almost a breather from conference play. Not that it's a breather of a game. You know, there's some of these are really tough games, but it's just, you know, it's just kind of breaks the cycle of these big 12 games one after another, after another, and gives you a break kind of right at right near the midpoint uh, uh, spot of the conference schedule. Yeah, it's, and (laughs) depending on who you're playing, that could be, Kind of, yeah. uh, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't want to say it like that, but you, I think you know what I mean. Um, I exactly. Yes, the Big Twelve conference <laughs> overall is stronger than, than the SEC. Now you're going to get, they try to do the matchups pretty equally, and some people are going to get some, some teams that people would consider better than them. You know, coming out, Big Twelve teams as far as the SEC, but um, it is a nice break from. It's it's going to be a tough game, but it's it's a nice break from the grind of the Big 12. That's it. Yeah, it's just a little break from that grind. How about this note uh, that's been going around this week? Um, ESPN Stats and Info had uh, the top ten uh, toughest remaining schedules in college basketball. It's either the tough, toughest schedules already played or the toughest remaining schedules. And I'm sorry, I don't remember which one. But of the top ten, nine of them were Big 12 schools, and the tenth one was Kentucky, who plays Kansas on Saturday. Isn't that wild? Nine of the ten were Big 12 schools. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty incredible. Like I said, yeah. it's just it's just uh, an amazing year for Big 12 basketball. Um, you know, TCU lost, and and I think uh, Joe Lenardi from Bracketology had in them as one of the last four in, but 
that that last bracketology we talked about earlier in the week had eight of the uh, of the ten Big Twelve teams in the tournament. You know, as of uh, earlier this week, so it, it's uh, yeah. goes to show you the strength of the conference. That's wild. And nine are eligible. Oklahoma State, unfortunately, is not eligible for postseason this year. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up here from Diamore Fine Jewelers. Again, open 10 to 6, Mondays, Monday through Friday, 10 to 4 on Saturdays, closed on Sundays. But Diamore Fine Jewelers here at 4541 West Waco Drive. Love visiting here, and we'll be back live from Diamore right after this. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I'm not saying he hasn't been critical of coaches at times, but for him to be that overt, you know, saying it's a pet peeve, it seems to be almost a direct reaction to what Mike McCarthy was saying the other day, like, hey, we're going to work on this in the offseason. Oh, this is going to be something we get done. Well, he didn't like hearing that. Jerry didn't, and he was pretty direct with it. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, along with UBI Products and Republic Gun Club, are hosting a benefit fundraiser for Detective Michael Hutchinson on March 19th at the base at Extraco Event Center. Detective Hutchinson, a second-generation McLennan County law enforcement veteran, was diagnosed with a grade 4 glioblastoma and aggressive brain cancer. This benefit will help the family with medical expenses. Sponsorships are now available at Facebook Team Michael Hutchinson. Since 1943, Pioneer Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. The best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo. From brand names like Smith & Wesson, Canik, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions. And ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118222462. Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco.
Back with us, final segment, live from D'Amore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Again, always love coming to visit D'Amore as we head toward Valentine's Day. Keep it in mind, uh, two weeks from Monday is Valentine's Day 2022, and a great place to uh, take care of that shopping for men or women is D'Amore Fine Jewelers. Uh, let me mention some birthdays before we get out of here. It's a good birthday day. It's Seth Russell's birthday. Happy birthday to Seth, former Baylor quarterback, uh, member of our uh, team on the uh, tailgate show every uh, home football game. Uh, does a great job there. Happy birthday to Seth Russell today. It's Ronnie Glazeman's birthday today. I know a lot of you know Ronnie here in the Central Texas area. It's Jay Goble's birthday today, our uh, outstanding uh, female golf uh, women's golf coach here at uh, Baylor University. Happy birthday to Jay. Uh, Shehan Jairaj's birthday today. Shehan, Baylor grad, writes for uh, CBSSports.com. Matias Morin, former Baylor tennis standout. It's Matias's birthday today. Happy birthday to him. Dow Myers, a computer mogul here in Central Texas. It's Dow's birthday. Happy birthday to Dow Myers. Uh, Ross Rastide worked with us in uh, fan engagement, went off to Missouri. And uh, happy birthday to Ross, no longer here with us. Kaylin Rice's birthday today. Happy birthday to Kaylin, former assistant women's coach uh, for basketball here at Baylor. And Randy Robertson's birthday. Wow, big day. Randy Robertson's birthday today as well. A lot of you folks I know know Randy Robertson here in the area. Happy birthday to all those folks. And uh, Aaron, anybody to add to that list today? have a couple. Uh, actor James Cromwell is 82 today. He's probably best known for playing the lead in the Babe movies, starring oh, Babe yeah. the Pig. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. he's been in a ton of movies. That's just probably the biggest one that he was the star of. Um, but he's he's been in hundreds of movies and, and too many, actu- you know, too many notable movies, actually, to even mention. And it is also... John Roberts, the Chief Justice of the United States Supreme Court's birthday. He is 67 today. So that's today's birthdays. Very good. All right. Very good. couple of uh, birthdays there. Aaron, happy birthday uh, to all those folks. If we missed you, I do apologize. But happy birthday to you. Um, Had this uh, uh, tweeted or texted to me earlier today. It's It's a tweet from the Lakewood Police Department. Where is Lakewood? Is that around Austin? Is that where that would be? Um, Lake Way is near Austin. Lake Way, that's right. That's right. I'd have to look at that. All right. I I don't know. I don't even know if this is Texas for sure, but, oh, it's not. It's Colorado. Um, as I look part of it, it's, it's, anyway, it's the Lakewood Police Department in Colorado. And, and their tweet says there will be snow two to five inches tomorrow during the AM rush hour. So, you know, the routine, make sure your tires have good tread, drive slowly and give the same amount of room to nearby cars that the Bills gave to Travis Kelsey with seven seconds left to get into field goal range. Oh. <laughs> How about that? Wow. Man, in, it's not even a, a, in Kansas or, or Missouri, you know, around Kansas City. It's from Colorado. Yeah, I'm assuming that's, that's probably near Denver. I don't know. Okay, uh, that's probably right. I think you're right around Denver. So how about that? Shots fired <laughs> from the Lakewood Police Department. As the Broncos sit at home. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, the Broncos weren't weren't even playing last right. week, were they? They're sitting the around hoping they can trade for a quarterback. Oh, man, unbelievable. All right, uh, we got to move out of here and make room for Matt Mosley coming up next. Uh, what, uh, what do you guys have planned between 4 and 6 this afternoon? We will talk with Baylor assistant men's basketball head coach Alvin Brooks III about the team this season and uh, other things, obviously. Uh, last year's national championship run will probably be brought up, I would assume. We will also talk with Baylor women's, uh, Baylor women's guard Sarah Andrews. That'll be around 5 o'clock. Uh, Dan Quinn announced he will be staying with the Cowboys after uh, several head coaching interviews. We'll be talking about that, plus uh, Campus Confidential have the latest in college football news from around the country. Very cool. All right, so that's coming up between 4 and 6 with Matt Mosley and Aaron Sexton. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. And then start your day every weekday with Game Time, Tom Barfield and Ward Whites. That is 7 to 9 a.m. weekdays. Glenn Moore was on with those guys this morning and um, uh, plenty more. So check that out every weekday morning with Tom and Ward, 7 to 9 a.m. game time here on ESPN Central Texas. So, uh, Aaron, I've got a few friends that are uh, uh, Bills fans, um, and one of them is Bruce Turkowitz. I don't know if you know Bruce, but he is uh, a big-time Bills fan, maybe the biggest one that I know. And he's listening to us on the stream, and he didn't particularly like that note from the Lakewood <laughs> Police Department. He did not like that one bit. Sorry, Bruce. I, I, I like the Bills, too. I mean, obviously, that, that's not yeah, a team. Too. But I, yeah. I, I, I find myself rooting for him on most occasions. And, and I'm asking this question seriously. Uh-huh. What would be tougher, to be a Bills fan with the so many so-close disappointments, but they've right. been good a lot? Right. Or to be like a Detroit Lions fan where you just know you never have a chance. I wonder which would be tougher. That's tough. Or, I mean, or, I, I, or a Cowboys fan where you think you have a chance, but you really don't. And then, <laughs> you know, you either don't make the playoffs or you go out in the first round. Yeah. I don't know. Every team, you know, every franchise, every fan base, they probably have their, their feelings along those lines. But it's tough on any of them. You know, if you're the Lions and you just don't win much, maybe you just get used to that. I don't know. But the Bills, man, they are good. They are up and coming. Uh, Josh Allen is great. So you got to think the Bills are going to be in the playoff picture for, you know, for the foreseeable future. Yeah, you know, now that I think about it as a Baylor fan, especially Baylor football, you know, <laughs> thinking about the Kevin Steele era. and Some then, similarities. Yeah. Right, and then – you know, uh, Matt Rule turning it around and but barely losing to Oklahoma twice. Yeah, I'd much rather lose to Oklahoma, you know, in very close, kind of heartbreaking games than be as bad as it was back in the uh, early 2000s. So. Well, true. That's true. I mean, you're playing in the Big 12 championship game. And right. It's an and they were playing Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah. And they were playing for a chance to go to the AFC championship game and, and yeah. should have been there. <laughs> that's that's a pretty good comparison. It's the old uh, better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. So uh, that's the direction I'd go. So speaking of love, love is in the air here at uh, DMRA Fine Jewelers with Valentine's Day right around the corner, February 14th. Plenty of great options for every price range. Remember, any purchase of $149 or more, free roses and free chocolates go along with that, whatever that purchase might be. Check it out Monday through Friday, 10 to 6, 
Saturdays 10 to 4. It's D'Amore Fine Jewelers here at 4541 West Waco Drive. Appreciate Jay. Appreciate Monali. Thanks for the hospitality for our time here at D'Amore. Aaron, uh, back in studio tomorrow. Talk to you then. I'm probably not going to bring you roses or chocolate tomorrow, but I will see you tomorrow afternoon. Hey, you could just bring me a taco. A taco? Yeah, I'd like that more than roses anyway. All right, we might do that. (laughs) See you then. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bear coach has really made me a female basketball fan. Uh Recently on Game Time, from Blog of the Boys in ESPN San Antonio, R.J. Achua. It's difficult to say anything other than that stems from Mike McCarthy. You know, Mike McCarthy even said they were up against more than just the 11 guys out there on the other side of the field. And so I put, you know, the lion's share of blame on him. But I also, I mean, obviously it goes on the players. And I think a lot of Cowboys fans don't want to come to terms with is It's their fault. They're not good enough. They were not good enough. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.